Yeah. Okay, so what? Yeah, girl. What's up? Okay. So, hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Real Life Shit. I know I've been extremely MIA. You know, life happened, but I am back. We are now approved for Apple Podcasts, so now I can actually get out the content the way that I want to get it out without having to worry about SoundCloud trying to limit or cut off episodes. So hopefully um, the previous episodes that I recorded with the three members that you guys are used to me recording with should be up on Apple Music soon. Well, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts soon. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. And I'm going to try to make sure that we have a new episode out every single Wednesday. But today we have a very special guest. Um, One of my high school friends is going to be, what, 10 years next year that we've been out of high school. We met sophomore year of high school. So we've been knowing each other for, damn, like, what? A long time. A long time. 12 years, going on 13 years. Mm. So... Yes, I'll let her introduce herself and we will get back into it. By the way, this is CC that's speaking. You guys may know me as underscore Jador CCXO on all of my social media platforms. And yes, so I'll go ahead and let my guest introduce herself. What's up? It is Simone. I am Simone Thomas on Instagram. I am a brand ambassador, a traveling brand ambassador, independent contractor. I'm a singer, songwriter, motivational speaker, expiring actress. I'm everything that I wish to talk about today, see. All right. So make sure, you know, you guys check my girls out. Check my girl out. I know I do have quite a few friends that work in the media. Um, so if you guys need an actress, a singer, songwriter, make sure you guys check her out. Again, her information will be in the description of this episode, along with my person for the creative corner this week. So again, make sure you guys hit her up. But now that, you know, we got this rocking and rolling, mm-hmm. um, I just kind of wanted to bring Ty on just because our journeys have been very similar as far as um, just some of the stuff that we. I'm Ty, oh, yeah. Simone. What? Simone is Ty. Ty, Simone. We're so, all in one. <laughs> we, um, we have very similar journeys. Like, and I was just kind of thinking mm-hmm. about as I, like, for the last two weeks, I've been going back and forth with Apple trying to get the podcast. Because we did get such a good response when we initially started the podcast. Um, So I just kind of thought about, like, Mm. how a lot of people really, like, let us know, like, damn, the episode helped us. Especially the very first one that we recorded um, about friendship and, you know, just the the real shit. That's why this podcast is called Real Life Shit. Mm. So seeing as though, like, it's been about six months (laughs) since I've recorded or even thought to do anything with the podcast, I felt like, I don't want to say I owe y'all explanation because I mean, really, I don't owe anybody anything as far as like letting people into my personal life. But um, what inspired me mm-hmm. to go grab Ty was because a girl that I cheered with, her name is Keisha Randall. Not sure if she'll ever hear this. I really haven't talked to her, honestly, since I left high school. Um, but 
one of my like my old neighbor who also cheered I, I think Amber cheered with us I can't remember but either way my she was also one of my neighbors back when you know I grew up in grade school and she shared Keisha's video Keisha was just talking about you know how good God is sorry if this episode gets a little bit you know churchy for y'all but you know this is just kind of like the basis of me and Simone's rekindling of like our friendship and us reconnecting is just like rooting everything in faith and to get to the point basically when Amber shared Keisha's video um and she in her caption she said something along the lines of like um this motivated me and moved me to tears like I'm so proud of my friend blah 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 and I I really didn't recognize her because like I said i it's almost been nine years since I've, well, it's been nine years since I've been out of school, almost 10. And I really didn't recognize her. So when I saw that, anytime I see something that's about like um, motivating someone, I always like try to like make sure, especially if I'm not doing nothing to just go in and go watch it. And in the video, basically Keisha said something that Mm -hmm. really stuck with me about, you know, you don't have to wait until you feel like you've conquered what you're going through to share your testimony because you never know mm-hmm. what you're going through and what you're still working through, but you're able to see the light in the tunnel could help somebody else or basically save them. Those were her exact words, but it was that in a nutshell. And I'm like, wow, this is literally what me and Ty have been talking about for like at least the last month, month and a half. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if you want to kind of share your journey mm-hmm. with what you're, what you've kind of been going through um, or if you want me to go first, but I did want to bring Ty on because we did have two different paths kind of for us to end up in the same situation. Um, as you guys know, I did uh, get accepted mm-hmm. into college. Unfortunately, I did not. Well, I'm not going to say unfortunately because I feel like life has still been good to me, but I did not finish school. Ty did graduate, but I feel like, you know, post-grad depression or just like life after college is a real thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. people don't understand like, people spend lots of money to get into college to get a degree and then to go into the real world and like it's not as easy as I feel like some of us probably thought it would be when we were in high school so to just kind of come back and like see life come full circle for us and to just kind of see where we're at um, I just kind of want to touch on that and let this episode with us well with me relaunching real life shit to kind of be a motivational one so it's up to you, Ty. Either I can go, you can go. Okay. I can go. Um, so as C said, like we graduated high school, went to Spartanburg Methodist College, and then USC Columbia, got an associate, got a bachelor's, then I went into the corporate America world. And um I had fun in it. It was I think I was in it for a little over two years, but I wasn't fulfilled, you know, with being a black woman and being a headstrong black woman, knowing what you want in the world. It's kind of hard when you're in corporate America and you're dealing with white people, if I'm just going to be quite quite, uh, frank, that have this sense of entitlement. They want you to pretty much tuck your tail and bow down to them. And, you know, so many different aspects of corporate America. And I tried to navigate my way through it and keep my head held high. But at a certain point, they beat me down because I went through, I think, like seven different interviews. And for each interview, they would turn me down and gave me like real crazy out of the world excuses as to why they didn't hire me. One time, I remember in particular, 
they told me the reason why they did not hire me was because I did not stand up in my interview, nor did I come down and meet everybody wow. that was at the particular branch. Now, this was not a deciding factor in whether or not I would get promoted or not. It was just a reason why they told me they weren't going to promote me. Another reason, um, another time I went through an interview, the guy told me, he was like, well, you had the best interview. You dressed the best. You had the best numbers. You had the best everything. But I'm just going to give it to my guy because I know him. I'm sorry. It's like that. And I was just like, hold a minute. So I'm working this hard, you know, and I really will not be able to advance in this in this particular job because, you know. I am who I am and my skin tone is what it is. Um, so I think I had got really sick. I was stressed out. By this point, y'all, I had literally gotten down to like 87, 89 pounds, like just from stress and like being completely depressed because I had given this company my all, but I hadn't gotten anything in return from them. Um, so I ended up um, quitting. Uh, I didn't know that I was going to quit the day that I quit. I, I believe in signs and wonders. And um, long story short, God sent a major sign for me to quit. Um, so I decided to quit and follow my dreams, become an actress, singer, model, everything. And in that time frame, I I didn't, well, I had planned to save y'all. Let me, let me throw in this plug. If you're wanting to follow your dreams, it is okay to you know just quit <laughs> if you just can't take it anymore but I do suggest um having a security blanket like saving up some money for at yes, least girl. six months to a year um six months to a year so that you'll be able to survive but so I ended up pulling from my 401k because I started my 401k the first day I started that job so I had a lot of money um to pull out from it so I was able to survive a few months, but at this particular time, I was in a an, an agency, and I'm not going to uh, say their name because I will get sued <clears throat> because I signed a contract. But anyway, I was at a particular agency that was pretty much like a money game agency, um, and they, they sold me a dream, and I had to make a decision between like my last month of rent or going to X, Y, and Z for blah, blah, blah. And so I decided, hey, you know, either way, you got to take a leap of faith at some point in your life. And you've already taken one leap of faith. You've you've seen that God has provided for you this is even where we are in the midst of your struggle. <laughs> you know, you've kept the faith. <laughs> you've kept the faith. <laughs> I know we talked about that. But like you've kept the faith and you've you know, you just, you really trusted and believed in God because it's been other situations before this that you've yes, gone Lord. through in your life and God has really shown up and shown up for you. So I was like, all right, bet. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to just go and spend my last and go to this particular place to do X, Y, and Z. Um, but it did not pan out how I thought it would pan out. So I, I did end up uh, losing my apartment. It was all right. Came back home. Um... And in that time frame, I went through a lot, y'all, like, a lot, like, so many stages of depression, so many stages of, like, anxiety, stages of feeling like I wasn't enough, did I make the right decisions, should I have quit, like, it was so, so much, but in that time, it was a breaking period, it was a crushing period, it was, like, becoming a fine wine, God has to take you through a lot, like, he it's, it's just like um, 
being in a furnace. You know what I'm saying? There, there are plenty of gospel songs where it's talking about you're going to go through, but you're not going to smell like what you like smoke or whatever. But God has to take you through a process. He has to like break you down in order to build you back up to the person that he, you know, designed you to be in the beginning. Because as we are, when we're younger, we have our own dreams and our own aspirations or our parents put their dreams and their aspirations onto us as to what they want us to be. And we lose sight or never even get to see who God wants us to be. So we try years and years and years of being who we want to be, who we think we should be. And we're not letting God actually lead us how he's supposed to lead us and guide us. Because you see, life gets easier when you let God do his work because he designed you. He created you. He knew, he said, I I knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. So he already know what you're supposed to be doing. We get down here and we think we want to be the boss. We the king, we the queen, we the God, goddesses of ourselves. Nah, Bro, you have a higher power that you have to answer to at all times. And his name is God. Like he created you. Some people may not believe it, but it is what it is. I've witnessed him in so many different capacities that I would be a fool to doubt that there is a God. But anyway, so he brought me through. Um, he he pulled me out of every dark place that I was in. He he got me through every tear that I cried, every sleepless night. He got me Come through, on, look. you know, losing family and friends, like whether they actually Are died they to you? or whether they just disappeared when they were supposed to be, right, like when they were supposed to be in your life. You know, he got me through so much. There was a time, y'all, when I literally only had myself. Like I fell out. I even fell out with my dad, and that's my best friend, bro. But, you know, it was just me. It was me, and that's where God wanted me to be. He wanted me to see that no matter what happens in your life, at the end, it's just me, and it's just you. And I'm always happy, but I need you to understand that you will not put anybody above me. You will not have anybody on a pedestal because when it comes down to it, can't nobody help you like I'll be able to help you. I will make the impossible possible. I will bring you joy when there's only tears of sadness. I will bring you up when nobody can, when you can't do it for yourself. And he did that for me. It took two years. It took two years, bro. But he did it. Now I'm literally unstoppable. Like I have this joy in my heart that allows me to continue to be pure to people because God showed me grace and he showed me love and he showed me kindness and he showed me how to treat people when they couldn't do anything in return for me because it was times where I couldn't do anything in return for anybody else and they still treated me with such dignity that I learned that, hey, you know what? Through it all, God is real. And I learned how to remain humble, how to fight, how to never give up, how to encourage people, and how to just be a, 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 a beacon of light, you know, everywhere I go. Because someone is always going to need a word of encouragement or just a kind act, you know, something to brighten their day. Oh, but yeah, that's just a snippet. Very of what similar I to what my good sis was saying. Um so I'm going to tell y'all what I love about, I keep wanting to call her Ty because that's what I call her. But, but y'all, y'all got to call her. She can, you can call me Ty. Okay, it's period. all right, babe. Anyways, so <laughs> one thing period. that I really love about Ty, and 
I say this all the time. Like for those of y'all that follow me on Twitter, even if you follow me on Instagram, y'all know like it, it's not to be on no churchy stuff. I just feel like really when I'm moved to say what I feel, I just have to post about it. And let me just start that okay. with saying this. It's sometimes where mm-hmm. people feel like you got to like jump up and down and be this hallelujah Christian. I'm like, let me just tell you something. The Lord is so good to me that I can't help but cuss yeah. sometimes when I talk about <laughs> him because I've gone through a lot mm-hmm. of shit that I don't share, that I don't <laughs> post on social media because sometimes people tune mm-hmm. in to be motivated. Sometimes people tune in to be nosy. And if it's something that I know mm-hmm. that I'm still sensitive about, I'm definitely mm-hmm. not gonna like post it. And it's not up for debate or for anybody to try to like tell me about. So with makeup, mm-hmm. makeup has literally saved me more times than I could ever think. Like no matter how hard I mm-hmm. try to stray away from it, somehow, some way, some opportunity drops in my lap that involves makeup that requires me to go to my higher calling. I've created so many lifelong bonds and Mm -hmm. friendships with clients just from having people sit in my chair. And that's really, really like, that's really important to me. Not only just being able to empower women, Mm -hmm. but to just connect with them on a different level. And With Ty, I hadn't seen her in Mm -hmm. some years, really. And I can't remember what was the first reason Mm -hmm. she ended up needing my services for makeup, but I know. I had to do a fashion show. Yeah, so she had to do her fashion fashion show. show. And Mm -hmm. I did her makeup. We chopped it up, talked about a little bit. It was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, we'll keep in contact. But we didn't. It would kind of be like, you know, every now and again, when we would see each other post on social media, we would comment, you know, typical random shit. So Mm -hmm. at this point in time, Mm -hmm. now, oh, by the way, I didn't tell y'all because I was letting Ty say what she had to say. I did quit my job. So now I strictly just work for myself. But at that time, I basically had already quit my job. I was in a really rough spot. Um, And once again, here come makeup saving the day. And Ty, and this time, we really, really talked about a lot of the shit that we were going through. Like, when I tell you, like, tears have been shed. Like, we've, there's, like, within the past month Mm -hmm. or two, we've spent, like, hours on the phone, like, legit just talking and you know just trying Mm -hmm. to get things out and I I really (laughs) really 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 need people to understand that we are stronger together all of that trying to step on or step over somebody to get to where Mm -hmm. you want to be if that shit is meant for you it's gonna be there (sighs) regardless you don't have to manipulate you don't have to be little you don't have to disrespect you don't have to talk down on nobody if that shit is Mm -hmm. meant for you it's gonna Mm -hmm. be for you and the thing that I loved about Ty was like yeah, I feel like she never judged me for like feeling the way that I felt or like for the shit that I was going through. And sometimes you just need that. You just need that person that even if mm-hmm. I, now let me say this because I'm a firm believer. And I, I don't pacify my friends at all. If you going through some shit, all I can do is offer you advice, but I'm not going right. to coddle you. Right. I'm not going to make you like mm-hmm. try to oh it's like I mean yeah it's gonna be all right but it's it's a certain way like no I'm not gonna baby okay. you or enable you to yeah. stay stuck in the situation that you're in and some people can't handle that mm-hmm. and Ty had a way of yes. like reassuring me like mm-hmm. you're a you're a boss ass bitch like what girl like what are you doing like okay so this is what's going on 
this is what I'm doing. <laughs> this is what's making me my money. This is why I don't have to go clocking at somebody else's job. Sign up to do this brand ambassador stuff. Literally the same day she told me about it before I even had a chance to do an application, somehow, some way, there was a job that she couldn't take. Hooked me up with an agency. And I literally had a gig like the next week, like just that quick. And it was selfless because at that point, it wasn't anything that I could do for her other than be her makeup artist. And it never turned her away from me to like turn her nose up like, oh, this bitch got XYZ going on. I ain't got time to be dealing with that. Because sometimes I feel like with people, you you really go through that phase. So I just had to make sure I just let it publicly be known that like outside of her being a great person, like. This has been one of the people that has really kept my head above water with everything that I've been dealing with. So now we're going to backtrack to what I was going through because a lot of y'all know that I've kind of been absent. Um, I don't, maybe like the middle of May up until maybe about three weeks ago, I wasn't really as active on my social media because I was really going through it. While I do not regret quitting my job at all, much like Ty said, it was less about it being like, oh, because of the color of my skin, because I work with a bunch of like black people. So that was the last thing. But just being in a space, (laughs) being a woman, a a strong, level-headed black woman that don't take shit, you're you're not going to talk to me crazy. You're not going to disrespect me and I not say something back. Um, I really did feel like my back was against the wall. Most of you guys, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned it in any of the other previous podcasts, but you guys obviously know I do makeup. Math was like my dream job since high school. It took me six years, literally six years to get hired at Mac. Um, And when I got that job, the reason why also I didn't lose the job I had to quit was because of the job that I just left. I worked for someone who didn't necessarily really give a fuck about my best interests. And it's hard to be at a job that's already so draining. You're having to deal with like dealing with people accounts because people act crazy mm-hmm. when it comes down to their money and their services. So having to deal with people face to face that are rude, <laughs> you know, and they, they're so entitled, but it's your job. You have to do that. And then you find something that you love and you have to quit mm-hmm. because of somebody else's malicious intent. Um, that was kind of like my last straw with it. And I was kind of just going with the notion, like just, just trying to just keep my head above water and just keep going. And I did it for another year and me and my boss, we just, we just couldn't get along. I didn't feel like he respect me. He would try to spread my business that he did not know. Like it, it wasn't even true shit that he would try to spread about me. And it's hard when it's like, you're the person I'm supposed to come uh-huh. to when it's problems in the workplace, but you're creating the problems. So it kind of had my back but against the wall. Anytime it. I would have yeah. something to say in defense of myself, it was always, um, you know, oh, well, you always got an attitude. Or I was always being perceived as the angry black bitch. Never the woman that was being disrespected or you niggas was trying mm-hmm. to talk shit about me and I'm defending myself, but <laughs> I'm the angry black bitch. And it just got mm-hmm. to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I was so fed up. Some days I would get off work and I would be in my car crying when I got off work because I really what I really wanted to do was punch holes in that motherfucking wall in the work just knock everything over and really just lose <laughs> it but at the end of the day my rent where I live is not cheap I had you know bills that I had to pay and I had mm-hmm. an end goal and I couldn't just lose my cool but it got to a point where 
being at that job was really affecting my performance. It was affecting me and who I was outside of work. And I had to realize like, mental I can't be preaching to people about their mm-hmm. mental health and I'm not doing what I need to do to take care of me. And this job plays a really big role in a lot of like the reasons why I'm breaking down and losing it outside of work because I worked so much I had no time for myself literally the only days I had off were the days that were dedicated to me taking clients which even though doing makeup didn't feel like work but it's still work nonetheless I didn't have a a minute to just rest and relax and um since we recorded I lost Mm -hmm. my aunt that raised me that kind of took a toll on me um and just the series of events that kind of led up into me quitting I just I I had to be done I had to wash my hands of it because it wasn't going to end well somebody was going to end up getting hurt and it wasn't going to be me I'm gonna just Mm -hmm. say that so um I quit my job and I had Mm -hmm. this plan I was going to move to Atlanta oh my god it's so many tv shows so many movies that get filmed there and I just know like I trust me I know that I do good work of course I'm gonna everything's gonna be okay if I go to Atlanta well the money I had set aside to move um I ended up having to spend to pay like month to month rent here at my apartment now my rent by itself before it even hit month to month is already like 1089 Granted, everything is still included, but I mean, that's a cute little penny. And at my job, I got paid bi-weekly plus commission. So to go from making that kind of money to like not having any income at all other than what you stacked up and saved to move, you don't realize how quickly your money depletes until you just not working. And baby, let me tell you, I thought that I had a savings stacked Mm -hmm. up and that shit went fast. And I'm I am somebody who I feel like quickly people yes. try to give me hell about it, but I don't like to make I I'm really not somebody that does well with change at all. Like I the the risking mm. taking big risks that's not something that I do. I I'll take a risk, but I gotta also make sure I have a safety net. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like from the end of Mm -hmm. May to maybe about three weeks ago, I was just really uncomfortable not knowing how I was going to pay my rent, um, not having any jobs coming in. So literally I got scared. I was like abort mission. I'm not going to Atlanta. Fuck that. I need to figure out what I'm going to do, how I'm going to save myself and stay in my apartment because I had intended to move. I'd already started selling stuff like out of my apartment because I just, I knew I was going to go to Atlanta and I couldn't put my finger on why it wasn't happening. I know the first time that I didn't make it to Atlanta was because my dad had a lot to do with restricting me being able to get there. I don't even want to get into that. That really put a a damper in our relationship. And that Uh was back when I was like 21. So here I am 27 trying this shit again. And it's like, I have so many people in my corner, like pushing me, trying to tell me to go, but I don't have any real support. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm your people are trying to Mm -hmm. tell me to come, but you know what I do and you're not helping me promote myself. And that was the first lesson I felt like God showed me, like you're nobody's responsibility, but your own. So people can boost your head and Mm -hmm. tell you that you Mm -hmm. need to do X, Y, Z. But if these same people, you know, these people don't owe you, a, a, a repost to let people know that you're coming into town. These people don't 
owe you a place to lay your head. These people don't owe you a job referral. You. I think it was yeah. also showing you who you really could depend on too, though. It was not just that you only can depend on yourself, but yeah. people that really do have your best interests in heart. And it's like people will serve you, know, you a little lip service now. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for the few people that I know that I did have that was there that were trying to help, but it was just like I, I just didn't feel comfortable to make that move, and everything was so all over the place. I'm like, you know what? I know nothing's ever going to be perfect, but this just mm-hmm. isn't right at all. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of moving factors that I feel like if right I now. give up my space here to go to Atlanta, it's not gonna things aren't gonna go right. And Atlanta is only three hours away, so I can always mm-hmm. drive if I have an opportunity. Right. It's not gonna be the same as like the opportunities that'll come if I just live there. But right now I gotta get me together because I'm mm-hmm. already uncomfortable, but I'm definitely not gonna move away from home from my family like my grandparents and my mom that I know that if I really need something they gonna have me versus picking up and moving to Atlanta and I have no biological ties Mm -hmm. to anybody motherfuckers gonna be looking at me like bitch you a grown-ass woman you better figure it the fuck out I wasn't gonna put myself in that position (laughs) so I made the decision to just go ahead and stay in Columbia um I started going on job interviews and I was just getting so depressed like just so down and so low on myself and then Ty booked her appointment. And we talked that day and she told me about the whole brand ambassador program and how to get anointed. Like it, it was like a, a anointment just kind of came over me because I, I want to say I probably cried during that session while I was doing her makeup because I was just so just down and just depressed. And it was just so much shit going on in my life that I felt like I like literally it would be days that I hadn't combed my hair. I would literally get up to to wash my ass and go lay right back in bed like I was literally sulking in my misery and I'm that type of person like when I'm going through some shit I don't like to be around people because I don't want to push that bad energy onto anybody I prefer to just kind of just take it and deal with it and then get out of it myself but Mm -hmm. from there like I said like she told me about Mm -hmm. the brand ambassador program and that's really what got me jump started to like being able to get back in my bag. And it was like from there after talking to Ty, like so many other opportunities just started to just roll into my lap. Um, a job came through. It, I mean, it's not what I want to do, but it's something to help me, you know, get myself together because I had plans to run my business once I got to Atlanta and expand. And by the way, I had the idea to expand Shop the Fashion Sista. Most of you guys that know me, y'all know I love sunshades. Y'all know that, mm-hmm. like, I love clothes. I feel like the main things that people are always saying something to me about, they always like my hair. Um, whenever I do decide to come out the house and get dressed, most people typically like the way that I dress. I feel like it's kind of just basic, <laughs> but, you know, I guess, whatever. And people always compliment my shades because I always have shades on. And I'm a firm <laughs> believer in if somebody is complimenting you on it, then you should be finding a way to capitalize on it. So makeup, obviously, I'm already a makeup artist. So I capitalize mm-hmm. off that because I am my own walking billboard. I have Bon Vivant tresses. My hair is always in a unit. I wear protective styles. I'm natural. Um, and, you know, now I'm like, okay, people are always compliment my shades. They ask me where I get stuff from. So what better way than to just point them back into my direction 
and me not moving and having to spend all of my money basically mm-hmm. covering my bills so that way I wouldn't be fucking homeless was depleting the money that I had stashed away to rebrand Shop the Fashion Sista. So after the whole brand ambassador mm-hmm. gig came up, I remember being at my grandparents' house and they kind of just gave me the boost that I need to just go for it. And now I'm grateful to say that Shop the Fashion Sista is up and running. I still have like, you know, sweatshirts and dad hats and things like that. But as yes. far as the expansion, um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys have seen some of the shades that I've been sporting that will be added to the website mm-hmm. and it'll be open for everybody to shop come April the 9th. So, well, April 10th. I'm not April 10th, August 10th. Sorry. So, okay. yeah, I was just like, I had to April. make sure everything was perfect. Okay. So, again, that just, that says the same shit of like, People will encourage you to do things and those will be the same people that you can't even look to for help. So I've had to realize like you're allowed Mm -mm. to build your tribe. (laughs) You're allowed to build your family and don't be afraid to let go of people just because you have time, just because they may be your family, just because of how long, you know, you've known them Mm -hmm. or how close you felt like Mm y'all were because God really exposed a lot of people in my life and it really hurt my feelings. But it was hurting mm-hmm. me more to hold on and for me to just let go. And not only that, like God yes, will not give Lord. you a blessing until you get rid of certain ties because he does not want to bless you until you get rid of them. The the longer you try to hold on to people or it sometimes it's not even just people. It can be material things as well. The longer you try to hold on to it, the, that's, you're you're keeping yourself away from what God is really trying to give you. And he's always going to give you better. He's always going to give you better. I had to say it one more time. He is always going to give you better. I know from experience. Oh, no. But so let me, sorry to cut so you off, but I had to throw that point. There was a billboard that was by my house. Every day I would leave work and drive past this billboard. And it was like a, I feel like I saw this on social media too, but there was a billboard where, there's like a little girl that's holding a bear and was like, but God, I love him. And it was a, a, like Jesus had like a way bigger teddy bear behind his back. And I'm like, wow, like that's so true. And uh-huh. I felt like that with that job. Like for so long, I've been wanting to, and like you, I don't want niggas trying to sue me. So I had to leave my job. <laughs> like I was so afraid to leave my job because I'm like, yo, like mm-hmm. this is what pays the bills. Like, I was 22, like, racking it up, you know, like, your girl, your girl was getting to the bag, Mm, and I'm like, I can't leave this kind of money, like, I just can't, like, (laughs) what am I gonna do for my survival if I quit this job, and yes, I went through hell, yes, I had a rough period, but the peace that I feel in my heart now for sticking to my guns and really going for it has really been so rewarding, and sometimes I just find myself crying because I'm like, I really can't believe that every time some shit don't go my way, I start (laughs) doubting the only person that's ever come through for me. And that's not to discredit like my mom or my grandparents, but, or even Ty, like, or, you know, a few other people who have always been there for me, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, God has been the person that's had me. I've had so many people tell me that they got my back. They believe in me. They support me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it don't involve my celebrity clientele or opportunity that they feel like they can use me for, I don't hear from them. 
with Ty, I don't, I, nigga, I can uh-huh. fucking color the uh-huh. side of the wall blue. And she'll be like, oh, bitch, that shit look good. And my grandparents <laughs> and my mom, you know, they've kind of been the same exact way. And those are the people who I feel like it's your mm-hmm. duty to, like, make sure those are the type of people that you want to be around when you're going through those things. And it's like, when they say trouble don't last always, it literally does. And I'm going to pull from Twitter really quick because I saw this post and it really reminded me of what I was going through and how real it was for me. Um, So there was a girl that was on Twitter and she was talking about, um, you know, just going through stuff and how like people always try to like, I guess, minimize the way that you feel. And the post, let me see if I can find it. I think, okay, yeah. So she said, I can still cry and know better is coming. I can still need to vent and know better is coming. I can still pause and take breaks, question things around me, break down and know better is coming. I know I'll be fine, but right now I'm not, and I need that to be okay. Um, She also said, um, in quotes, Mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. You always are. So then she said, yes, I will be, but please allow me a moment to express and display my sadness and discomfort. I know it will get better, but I need to also be honest and say my spirit is temporarily heavy and not have to hide that. And I feel like that's why some people tend to Mm -hmm. click to me on social media is because once I've kind of gotten through something, I am very open and vulnerable about the things that have hurt me or the things that I've gone through. And it's like, that's, and again, that's why I'm getting back to speaking to Ty because it's like, she allows me the same way I allow her to just express what it is that we're going through, regardless of the fact that we know that better is on the way. Sometimes you just need people that'll just listen Mm -hmm. and understand like, I know Mm -hmm. that things are going to get better. Like there was one point in time where I didn't think I was going to get through something else to even be at this point where now I'm worried about something different. I know that, but Mm -hmm. let me express how I feel. Either you want to listen or not. You can't vent to everybody. And that's been my whole thing. Like I just, it it, being vulnerable. Yes. And I feel like, you know, sometimes I really don't like to talk about what I'm going through because it makes me feel like maybe somebody has something has one up on me or I just feel exposed. I feel naked. And I really don't like to feel that way. Um, Because again, like I said, some people will tune in just to see whether or not your life is miserable and they could give two fucks about nothing, about anything you have going on and you're venting to the wrong person and they'll try to, you know, discourage Mm -hmm. you or tell you that Mm -hmm. something isn't for you or they'll be out here. Maybe they won't even do that. They might just go tell your business to somebody else. And I really had to just like release quite a few people out of my life within the past, in the past two, three months, like hell, even a parent for just being that way towards me. Like that's and another thing about just being a strong black woman. I don't understand why people feel like and you can speak to this too. Like, why do you feel like I'm not allowed to be vulnerable just because I will cuss you the fuck out? That has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm still a human being and my feelings mm-hmm. still get hurt. I, honestly, me being able to take right. up for myself should not minimize the fact that 
I'm able to still be emotional. Like, do I really don't think that people realize that like anger is emotion. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like I'm angry and I'm cussing you out, why do you not feel like Mm -hmm. I deserve the right to still cry as well? Those are all emotions. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that part. It kind of I don't know. It's it's always been something that I have uh, battled with as well because it took me years to be vulnerable. I'm a lot like my mom. Like, I will hold it in until it's really too late, in all honesty. And I had to learn that that wasn't a healthy trait. Um, So once I began to allow myself to feel emotions, because I, at one point, did not feel anything. I was really just like a brick. Like, I was so used to (laughs) opposition and negative things. A straight impact. Nah, bro. Like I've I've been so yeah. No, like because even in high mm-hmm. school, and I we'll probably talk about this on another channel. But like even in high school, I was going through a lot of stuff. Like a lot, a lot of stuff at home. So I have have always been one to just kind of go through life numb. And I only started to feel things probably about two years ago, if that. Um, and I just learned a a positive trait or a positive way to release that negative energy like and I just I'm at a point now where I don't even let it bother me like it, it really just rolls off my back I will laugh about it I'll pray about it that's one thing I believe heavy in now like just praying about stuff and just letting it go because at the end of the day you can't change it you can't change the situation you can't change it, it ain't nothing you can do just pray about it laugh about it yeah. even talk it out and then just let it go I um when you when you said you don't understand why uh, people feel like we as black women aren't allowed to feel emotion, I don't know. I think that's just their pure ignorance because, you know, we when we we're either too mad or we're too nonchalant or we're too serious. Is is or or we too just like carefree. We're not allowed to just be us. Like, we have to walk to the beat of somebody else's drum. And I uh, I just don't. I guess that's why I, I am the way that I am. Because I just don't. I don't care. If, if, you, if I cry and you got an issue with it, then that means you got an issue within yourself. If I yell at you and you think I'm crazy because I'm yelling, maybe you crazy. I just turned it back on the other person. Yeah, one of the things that I feel like I really want to work on is to stop allowing other people's emotions to overpower me. Like, y'all, I am an empath to the 10th power. Sometimes I just can't take Mm -hmm. it. And it's like, when that's why I feel the way that I feel when, like, I be going through shit. I don't be wanting to talk to nobody because I know how I feel. Like, when I see the people Mm -hmm. that I care about hurt, that shit hurts me to the point where, hell, I be damn near crying about Mm -hmm. some shit that ain't got nothing to do with me because I just don't like to see the people that I Mm -hmm. care about you know yeah I used to do that too and like Ty just said I had to realize like it's okay to let some of that shit go because let me tell you I'm the type of like person I carry shit so deep that if I feel like I get into an argument with you and I don't say what I need to say I be in my fucking house talking like the person in here like damn I should have said this oh it's like (laughs) I'm just like sis like the situation yeah let it go what are you doing like let it go mm-hmm. and I, I really had to realize like <laughs> to just learn how to just let shit be just let it be and let it go 
not only that is it's mm-hmm. unhealthy because that stuff really does affect your heart and people wonder why like a lot of people be like having heart attacks and strokes and stuff it's because you you have so much negative energy in you like people don't realize that negative energy is yep. a breeding ground for disease and death is is scientifically proven so you know, let it go let it ride let them and other people be upset okay. about their life but I pause for a second before I say that. I'm sorry. Um, see if if there is a way for you to like help them because sometimes people are so angry, but they don't know all a, right. a, a positive way to release their anger. Like maybe they're like me, where they felt like they never really had anybody to talk to, so they they're walking around with twenty, thirty plus years of anger built up inside of them. When all they really just want is for somebody to listen to them, somebody to 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 see them finally as a person and to see like see if you can help them in some yeah. some kind of way even if all you can do is offer prayer that's one thing that I always do and I oh somebody just called me sorry when oh stop calling bro <laughs> hello yeah <laughs> when things are, when things are going um rough for people. I feel, you know, inclined to pray for them because I, I'm not saying that I'm like the best prayer warrior, but I know that God, a, a fervent prayer does get through. And I do know that God hears and, um, you know, kind of answers a pure heart, you know, so you can just, just pray for people, bro. Just try to be there for Girl, them. That's just about all to- I got to offer. <laughs> just but try to be positive too because sometimes you can pray for people out of spite just because you know like you send up a prayer but you don't really so much mean what you're saying you just saying it just because you say oh i'm gonna pray for you nah you yeah. really gotta mean what oh. you're saying so we so literally okay so we had this conversation on twitter literally a couple of days ago about like when you say you're gonna pray for somebody do you stop and pray right then and there i have to because if not i will genuinely forget no nah, i don't but i know I don't, I wait till I'm in a zone with God in a certain realm. And then I'll just start shooting out prayers and shooting out prayers. And God also blessed me to be able to speak in tongues this year. So like, I will start praying for people and start speaking in tongues and really mean, I remember one time I was going somewhere and I started from my grandma's house all the way to almost Killian on Killian Road. And I prayed for like 10 different people, never pray a prayer for myself. And you were actually one of them, see? And just pray and pray and pray. And once I was finished, I felt so good. And different people started to tell me like different things breaking through in their life. And I was just like, all right, Lord. <laughs> yes, thank you. We we did some good. So, yeah. So went on the right there. Yeah, like with just with that, like if I ever tell you that I'm gonna pray for you, that shit is like extremely sincere. I feel like mm-hmm. that is the highest form of love that you can give somebody. And sometimes like you can't always literally help somebody, but just mm-hmm. praying for them, knowing what they're going through, it really does change things and it does make things better. Like maybe mm-hmm. not immediately, but eventually yeah. things do get better. And I feel like that's what gives me such a peace of mind is like, if things aren't going to change today they will change eventually mm-hmm. and that's all you can offer um and i say that to say this you can pray for somebody but please don't allow people to drain you or mm-hmm. make you feel bad and i feel like that's always been the root of like what gets me upset with people or like what makes me kind of distance myself from them is the entitlement that i feel like certain mm-hmm. people feel to you that they don't give you and those are the people that i feel like I have to pray for like there are some people 
in my life that I know, like, at the end of the day, I, I will drop what I'm doing for them. Um, I'm always inviting people to go places to do things. But it's uh-huh. like when it comes down to me, I might not be somebody that that person does that uh-huh. for. But God forbid I do something and don't tell them about it. Then uh-huh. it's a problem. And I just had God. to realize, like, nobody owns me. And I, I posted this on Twitter and I posted it again on, like, Facebook. And I said, you know, if you're not careful, people will try to make you think your growth doesn't exist because it involves you no longer allowing them to put you down or pull you out of character. And I feel like through these past, literally these past two months, it's been, it's really been kind of like heartbreaking. And it's kind of like, it's crazy to me how good I feel now, even though those are people that, you know, I don't want to say loved past tense because I feel like when you love people, you're going to always love them. Right. But people who I just had to just remove from being able to like being oh, able to so interact with me or contact mm-hmm. me because of the way that they make me feel that mm-hmm. they don't want to acknowledge. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes people, people really have <laughs> a hard time um, digesting how they show up in your story, but they mm-hmm. do nothing to change the way that they treat you. So that way Ooh. your perception or how they're perceiving your life is not different. And I thought oh, that was the hardest through. part for me come is having through. to like cut off family, especially a parent. And yes. then like just, just other family and just people who I considered friends because mm-hmm. I had to see them for who they really were. And yeah. like I said, this isn't a sob story. This isn't a sad story. I didn't, I didn't have nobody owed me their time, their patience, their listening right. ear, their nothing. But at the end of the day, it still opened my eyes because it's like, these are people who I've extended myself to. And not that I did mm-hmm. it for them to do it to me, but it's like, damn, like I can't even count on you. But if I don't answer <laughs> the phone when you going through some shit or whatever the case may be, like then I'm this horrible person and there's all this animosity and it's a problem. But it's like, I can't ever remember you extending yourself to me the way that you expect me to send myself to you. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm, And that's why I had to take a pause on doing this podcast. Like even the people who I record with, like I'm really cool with them and they didn't really hear from me much during the time that like we weren't recording just because I had it to realign myself. There's no way that I can sit on here and try to give y'all advice or talk about anything else. Like I even stopped doing my YouTube because I could just see that my energy was real stank. And it was like, oh, I was just doing videos just for the sake of it. Like I didn't really care about the content I was putting out. I just don't ever want to put out that type of energy, you know? And I got tired of every time, you know, I will be going through something to hop back on YouTube and be like, so I was gone and this was why, because it's like, in all honesty, my healing is my business and my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I don't owe anybody an apology for me taking time for myself. Like, that's one thing I'm not going to do. I'm never going to apologize for um, taking time for me and to heal me, because at the end of the day, I am my responsibility and nobody else's. I think you said something that you didn't even catch that you said. You you said that you realized that your energy was off and you had to take time for yourself to get it back right. You don't you don't understand that there are so many people that never even realize when their energy is off. Like they cannot see that they are putting out negative energy, that their ways have changed. And I think as far as being a black woman and, you know, just being so conscious of who you are, I think that's really big because <laughs> I come into contact with so many different people and all they can ever do is point out what's bad about you. They can never see what's really going on inside of them. So I'm happy that you even took that time out to 
get C back in alignment with who she's supposed to be and then come back stronger. I love that. That's beautiful. So I want to transition with that being said into my creative corner and kind of give you guys um, the person that I chose for this week. I guess this will kind of be an art form. I know some people are a little spooked out about it. I'm not going to lie. I was, I'm really into astrology, not like deep to where I know everything about it, but I really try to learn about it because I do feel like, you know, as much as people try to deny it, like astrology really be on point sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, a really good friend of mine I met because I was in Atlanta so much, you know, just kicking shit, spending time with family and friends. Her social media is Blue Lotus on Twitter. And no, Little Blue Lotus. Let me get her shit right because I can't be giving her a <laughs> shout out and not <laughs> having my shit on point. But come on, see. Her, um, her Instagram is Blue Lotus Intuitive, and that's B L U E L O T U S I N T U I T I V E. And her Twitter is I want to say is Little Blue Lotus if I'm not mistaken yes it's Little Blue Lotus like L-I-L like you know how you little baby little Romeo little Bow Wow little like that you know niggas playing so <laughs> uh, make sure you guys follow her but I bring her up to say this because tying into what you said about me being really in tune and being self-aware to me that's probably next to like oh you smell good that's probably my favorite compliment because I feel like a lot of people have a hard time trying to give you credit and that ties back into what I said about what I posted on social media earlier about you know people wanting not wanting to acknowledge your growth if it means that they don't get to disrespect you or talk to you the way that they want to anymore Mm. um I feel like I've I've been someone who've kind of always been self-aware, but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. acknowledge it. And I really Mm -hmm. started to tap into my powers when Mm -hmm. I knew, like when I started to really become self-aware and realize like, okay, bitch, you're doing too much. This is the problem. This is why X, Y, Z is going on in your life because this is how you're handling it. And really acknowledging my faults and Mm -hmm. my downfalls and my shortcomings and working to not have to be someone that has to apologize because I'm doing things or saying things that I know I shouldn't be doing or saying. So mm-hmm. um, I started getting tarot readings and that's where Little Blue Lotus comes in. My good friend, Kelly, um, she is an intuitive reader. And of course, you know, it's about tapping into that higher power and if anything less about it being on like some spooky voodoo shit, which I think most people think that it is, like literally I hadn't talked to Kelly the last time I I saw Kelly was no I I went to we went to Formation World Tour together in Atlanta and then we were both booked for a music video where she did hair I did makeup that was like the following year and then I know she moved to California for some time but we hadn't really talked outside of like, you know, just being on social media. She went on her own like personal healing and, you know, just like her own journey. And mm-hmm. she had been following me on Twitter. And it was 
I don't think she had her picture up or something, but like I interact with so many people on Twitter that I didn't even realize that it was her. And when I wrote to her, I was like, what the hell? When the hell did you get a new social media? Like I was so used to following her because her Instagram stuff is still the same. I thought she had just like deleted Twitter altogether because I couldn't find her. Because anytime something pops up about Beyonce or just some funny shit that like we would, um, we would remember like back when we used to really hang tight when I was in Atlanta all the fucking time. I would tag her in it on Twitter because we were like the last two of like our whole entire crew that were that was actually active like that on social media. And when she tweeted me, it was just kind of like, wow. So then when I was looking, I was seeing, you know, she was really on her spiritual journey. I'm like, wow, like she does Terry. And I was literally just talking about wanting to get one done, but I was scared because, you know, people had said how like, you know, they've gone to people's houses or went and got readers and they felt like spirits followed them and how it can be really dangerous sometimes. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I know, like I trust her. So I wouldn't think that she would do no weird shit to me. So let me just, See what it's hitting for so we talked about it she's like you know we could always do a reading so I'm like what okay so me being a friend that I am if you offer a service I'm never just gonna expect the fact that just because we're cool that you're supposed to render that service to me at no cost so I immediately asked her like you know what's your pricing let me know and I booked my reading and when I tell you she blew me away literally blew me away um, she was able to kind of speak on the situation and stuff that I was going through with my dad. Mind y'all, I haven't talked to Kelly in two years at all. Hadn't talked to her. She had no idea what was going on in my life. She kind of spoke about a situation like in detail too with like what was going on with me and my dad. Um, you know, just kind of like how I was feeling. Um, basically needing a, taking a career leap and mind you I wasn't talking about any of this shit on Twitter or social media at all like the most anybody knew was that I was supposed to move to Atlanta I never spoke in detail about what was going on and when I tell you she pulled the card she meditated on my reading before we talked um she just kind of showed me some things she kind of you know tried to speak about my love life I'm just like girl I guess that shit don't exist at all but you know <laughs> it was like literally on point like even with like just some of the the males in my life that I feel like I don't know like she just it was bruh I I wish I could really explain it but it was so on point and so like super fucking detailed that it kind of like scared me but it also it also amplified me wanting to really get in my bag because I'm like wow I haven't talked to her and she was like you know it's literally like all of this shit that I'm telling you, it just showed up in the cards. But you know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you should be doing. And it just gave me a boost of energy that I didn't really realize that I needed. And from there, I hit the ground running with my business. That's why, I mean, I was already kind of working on Shop the Fashion System, rebranding, trying to figure out how I was going to fund it. I swear to God, after talking to her, a new just lump sum that I didn't realize I was entitled to came through which was what allowed me to really get my rebranding off the ground again I was able to cover my rent um another job opportunity came through I got booked to be able to basically travel around the world to do um an art show which is something I hadn't spoke to these people literally since like maybe the beginning of this year um I didn't even you know it just got to a point where 
after that reading and me just taking that information and then I prayed after the reading like okay God you sent this message clear as day for me to just go forward and do xyz so I'm gonna trust that me booking this reading and basically having the cards confirm everything that I felt like I should have been doing or that I was scared to do as my sign to just keep going and so many opportunities have fell into my lap um if you guys don't know I can do graphic design I'm really 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 into art that's what I was going to go to school for for fashion merch for fashion merchandise and design um and graphic design as well so I was able to get a program literally for the fucking low to redo my logo everything like everything has literally just it's like real life divine order and I'm just thinking about like if I was still at my job I almost slipped up and said where I worked at but if I was still at my job there is no way in hell that I would have been able to get any of this shit done and I was so afraid Mm -hmm. to let that job go and now what I'm doing for myself working for myself now Mm -hmm. I'm able to set myself up to make the most money that I've probably ever made in my life on top of the fact that that's not including that a I am still a certified lash technician I am still a professional makeup artist I still have a hair company like I'm adding another stream of income that'll you know that'll come in a lot quicker and I'm just I, I just feel so blessed and so just overjoyed and I look back on all those days I were, that I was crying and it's like God it's not that I doubted you I hate that really I was doubting myself and I felt like I mm. needed validation or for other people to be behind me in order for me to do it like half of the people who was trying to encourage me to move to Atlanta half of the people that I feel like that was trying to you know encourage me to quit my job or do whatever none of these people know about this it's not even a new business venture, but this expansion that I'm doing in a level that it's mm. going to. And I just yes, feel so God. blessed that like I kept everybody else out of my business until I was ready yes. to launch this because sometimes people can pray against you. And yeah, if it's for you, it'll mm. happen. But sometimes there will be delays because some people will literally play like prey on your downfall. And I wanted to make sure that a lot of those people who I had to move out of my life, like, okay, now you're one less person that I'll have to worry about asking me for free shit when this rebranding drops because this is the type of person that you are. You only want to deal with me when you feel like you can get something out of me. So no, I don't want oh. you to be a brand ambassador for me. No, I don't want you to post. If you do it, do it out of the kindness of your heart, but don't do it because you think that you're going to get some shit for free out of me. Because at the end oh. of the day, when I was at my lowest, and I, even if it was, I just needed your listening ear and you didn't want to give that to me, don't feel entitled to anything that any of my businesses are going to bring me. Don't do that. <sighs> and it made it <sighs> so much easier for me to just see a clear view of like the people that, you know, that I I don't need in my life and like I said like I've done two readings with her and literally every single reading has been spot on a lot of the signs and shit that she told me that I would probably start to see after this reading because this is what she came up with meditating like something about butterflies it's hot as hell insects don't even really live around my apartment because it's so hot which I think is the weirdest shit because I well I don't about to tell y'all crazy as where I live at but like literally (laughs) like I've never seen butterflies anywhere around my apartment I've been seeing butterflies like crazy um a lot of the different just just not even to get too detailed into my reading but a lot of the things that she told me that I would start to see 
would come through. I also look at like daily tarot readings on YouTube and just get more clarification about certain things. And like, it's one of those things where like you could pick a deck of cards and like they read off, like they read off the cards. And when I tell you every single last one of these things have been spot on. So I'm like, now this is my friend. I want to support her business. She has about seven or eight different readings. Um, the lowest price being $7.77. And I think the most expensive one if I'm not mistaken, is like 40, yeah, $44. But um, she's really good. She knows her shit. She's a very pure and just genuine soul. And ever since I've said something about it on Twitter, I have had three friends, no, maybe I've had two or three people that I know follow her. And one of them actually did a reading with her already. And she gave her review and I'm like, yes, like I'm so happy. So anyway, that I can help her out, whether it's just me booking her for, you know, my personal readings or just telling people about her that maybe they need clear insight. Cause honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Carmen scared the shit out of me from wanting to do a goddamn reading. That movie was real. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a scary bitch. I don't do, I don't do um, thriller movies or like, I mean, that's crazy considering the fact that I like Lifetime, but like, yeah, Carmen really kind of scared me <laughs> from wanting to get a tarot reading because I'm like, damn, like, sis died after her little reading. Mm. I was scared she was going to tell me some spooky shit that I didn't want to know, but it's been good. <laughs> and I feel like as long as you keep your intentions pure and you're on the right path, um, things will always come through in the way that they need to for you. So, yes. Right. Little Blue Lotus, her name is Kelly. I don't know if she wants me telling y'all that, but I mean, I've called her. Out, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I've called her Kelly <laughs> right. on the timeline, so whatever. But uh, make sure you guys follow her. Her information will be down in the description box along with ties so that you guys can follow her on her journey as well. But that's yes. who I chose for Creative Corner. Make sure you guys hit my girl up. Like I said, she is the shit. Her readings are so 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 detailed I promise you you like you will not regret it you won't regret it like yes you you guys have to definitely check her out and I feel like it was something else that I was gonna say but it slipped my mind while I was like trying to tell y'all about the reading um I don't know if it had anything else to do with business um oh oh yeah 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 I know what I was gonna talk about so, again, another reason why I wanted this to be like a motivational episode as well, as you guys know, in between the time of us recording a podcast up until now, we did lose Nipsey Hussle. I feel like I cry about that man's death at least once or twice a week. That shit really broke my heart. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was somebody who bumped his music 24-7 because I didn't. But I was very aware of what he was doing business-wise. Um, as far as like him having a hair company, that's really what inspired me to start Bombi Von Trusses. Because I'm like, why the hell does man got a, a hair company? But of course, he's married to the baddest bitch, Lauren London. She wears a lot of mm -hmm. units, you know, protective styles and stuff for her hair. Um, just knowing about like the marathon clothing and, you know, everybody knows the Crenshaw tea and just how how deeply rooted he was in the community. I really admired that about him. I'm not really a hip hop head. I like, you know, I mm -hmm. like what I like, but I'm I'm an R&B head to the core. Like that's, yes. hip hop isn't my thing, but I just remember being out with my cousin and 
getting home and I was like sick as hell the next morning and literally I remember from the time that they said that he was actually shot just watching the whole thing play out like my chest was in my ass the entire time that those events were playing out about him being shot and up until the time that he was pronounced dead and just to see the love that he was given and there was not one bad thing even now and I'm talking this happened March 31st we're like four almost four months out I have not seen one bad thing said about him everybody in that community loved and respected him and that really made me realize like not that I didn't know this but like damn like you really have the power to change and uplift your community. And he didn't waste one second of his time, despite some of the choices that he might have made that didn't define him as a man. And he's really respected. And it's like, wow, that's somebody that I really look up to. And that's what I aspire to be, whether it's with this podcast, whether it's with my businesses, I want to always create opportunities for people who truly believe in themselves and give them a space to grow and to blossom. Because sometimes all people need is just that one chance. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like his death has really, really affected me probably a lot deeper than I feel like it's affected other people because I mean, people start going back to their regularly scheduled programs, but I swear like my feed is filled with him. And every time I see a post where there's an interview, I'm like so emotional about it because I'm like, damn, like he was really out here making the change and niggas like legit killed him. Like, I, I can't I can't imagine. I would be so displeased with myself if I left the earth right now because I don't feel like I've done enough. And mm. he's known, like, even in his interviews, you know, he was very aware of, like, his contributions to the community. And if something were to happen to me, I just don't feel like I would have a real legacy right now. So that's what's been empowering me, even throughout the hardships I've been going through is, like, this shit is so much bigger than you. It's so much mm-hmm. bigger than you. If you can lift somebody up, if you can change somebody's life, do it. Please mm-hmm. do it. And that's yeah. pretty much the message I want to leave you guys with is just to make sure that you make every single day count. If you have dreams, if you have goals, things that you want to reach, you need to make sure that every single day, I don't give a damn how small of a, a idea it is or how small the work is, make sure you're doing something every single day to make sure that your dreams come true And if you don't have no dreams, find out what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Whatever your passion is, is something you can't stop thinking about. You can literally damn near monetize everything in this world at this point Mm -hmm. with the way that the internet is set up. So just, again, just make sure that you guys are doing something every single day um, that goes towards you being able to just... I don't know, just just make a difference if if that's mm-hmm. something that you're into. Some people don't care. Some people just want to be here and just exist, and that's cool, too. But as far as you guys that are dreamers or maybe you are going through a really rough time and you can't understand why you're going through it, just try to look at the lesson that's being taught to you. Mm-hmm. Learn from it so that you can start repeating it and use those things mm-hmm. to empower other people around you because you never know who your story is going to inspire, who, you know, your story is going to make somebody take that next step. And that's really what I want to strive to be is just to make sure that I'm continuously being a better person. So that's it from me. I'll let Ty give her closing remarks and we'll get out of here because I don't want to keep you guys too long, but you know. 
Um, I think C pretty much said everything. Um, just remember to keep God first in all of your endeavors and um, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Um, even if you have to get a therapist, you know, you, I think we as people find it embarrassing to actually express our emotions, but you gain so much wisdom, so much peace and so much knowledge and just letting those emotions go. Um, and just remain you, remain humble and remain hungry. Don't, don't settle for less. And no matter what you're going through in life, just know that it does get better. You just got to get through it. Like C said, you got to understand what God is trying to teach you because you will go through repetitive situations until you learn that lesson. Learn it, yes, Lord. get through it and inspire the next person and, Never, ever, ever turn your nose up at anybody because you never know what their situation is. And let the people know where they can find you at again. Yes, I am Simone Thomas. I That is I-A-M-S-Y-M-O-N-E. T-H-O-M-A-S on Instagram. All right, you guys. I'm going to get on the other platforms, but right now I'm kind of lazy. Girl. <laughs> yes. And as you guys know, you guys can follow me on social medias underscore Jador C-C-X-O. If you don't have spelled Jador, it's literally J-A-D-O-R-E-C-E-C-E-X-O. And you guys can follow me there. I'm always talking bullshit, always dropping jewels. Um, (laughs) I put a lot of shit on my Insta story, too. I need to start by getting active. I need to start by taking more pictures so I can upload more content. And obviously that's coming with Shop the Fashion Season because I got to push my own shit. But um, yeah, that's it. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, as always, if you have any questions or any topics that you want me to discuss, I'm not sure when the gang is going to be back or like I said before, if if that's going to be my set group. Um, Because again, this is like my podcast those are just people that I click with and we have very good conversation. It's always controversial. Y'all know the niggas that record with us, they crazy. So um, <laughs> I don't know who's going to be on the next episode that week, but um, yeah, make sure you guys are tuning in. If this is your first episode catching up um, with the podcast, make sure you go back and listen to all of them. I feel like we're pretty funny. Um, we do bring up really good points. And yeah, so let me go ahead and end this before we make it too long. We're at like an hour and 14 minutes, which is about right. Or at least Mm -hmm. what I know my attention span can take when I'm listening to people podcast. So (laughs) I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And I will see y'all next week. All right.